I'm Holy Sertis with Good Day Sacramento, and you are listening to Sacramento's number one soccer-specific podcast. What is going on, soccer fans? And welcome to the number one soccer-specific podcast in Sacramento, the Sacktown FC podcast, an official partner with the California Storm and sponsored by Roughnecks Cards. Check them out today at roughneckscarves.com and raise your game. My name is Luis, and today I'm joined by my co-host, John. How's it going, John? Man, another day in quarantine. Actually, out here in Placer, we're not quarantined anymore, so or at least not as hard. We've been able to – we did a family field trip to Costco. Nice. That was, yeah, that was kind of fun, right? And uh, that was the highlight of our day. So anytime you get those little things, you're, you're okay. <laughs> and how about you, Luis? I'm doing good. Uh, I just had a workout. I ran around the neighborhood, uh, kicked the ball around because, as everyone knows, I'm trying to get ready for our five-on-five tournament that will hopefully happen in September. So we're hoping, hoping for that. Yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked. I'm ready. Uh, CC's got me got me stressing a little bit with that four-on-four futsal. <laughs> so I gotta I gotta get prepped. But uh, today we are joined by a Sacramento TV personality and avid. Sacramento Republic super fan. When she's not on Channel 13's Good Day Sacramento, she's most likely finding time to keep up with all things sports and most importantly, the Republic. Joining us via the Makuni Dreamline, please welcome Jalissa Ortiz. Jalissa, how are things going for you these days? They are going okay. I, you know, I still go to work, so I still get to see some people other than my family. <laughs> um, but, you know, I would say, um, the hardest part about all of this for me, honestly, has been this home homeschooling. I have two kids. So after working and then I come home um, and then I play a teacher. Oh, I have even more respect for teachers right now. So, but uh, we are going back to school in the fall. So I am looking forward to that. That's for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I <laughs> I'm happy to five, be there. This is exciting. Yeah. I have a five-year-old who's in kindergarten. So the kindergarten curriculum, it seems like it's harder than the curriculum. I give my seventh graders at times. I'm like, man, I, I can't do this. Like, we got to figure this out. So it's been, it's been a transition for parents and teachers alike who have small children. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now, now everybody gets to see the, the life of teachers, right? Right. Yes. Yes. But I am missing soccer. Um, I, I definitely, I always tell them I am your biggest cheerleader, a walking billboard always for the Sacramento Republic FC. So I know we got one game in, but I'm really hoping that uh, we get to play a few more. So, Jolissa, let's start off with a question that we we like to start off uh, a lot of our interviews. Can you tell us more about how you fell in love with soccer? Sure. Um, I would say, I often say that I feel like I was raised on a soccer field. Every one of my family members played soccer um, to some degree. Um, My dad played his entire life. My my dad is uh, one of eight. And I believe every single one of them played soccer growing up. And my brother and my dad and his three brothers, they would play and they would draw quite the crowd at Southside Park. Um, My dad played, you know, semi-pro in Mexico. Um, My brother played for USF and, you know, finally, finally hung up the the boots just a few years ago. I'm like, you're approaching 40. You're approaching 40. I think it's time to hang them up. (laughs) Um, And I, the funny thing is, even though I feel like I was raised on a soccer field, I really didn't start playing until I was 12. So I played softball first and then I played 
I started playing when I was 12. Um, and the great thing about it was I played with my cousins. My dad was my coach. My grandfather coached me. Um, so I, I think for me, it's more than the sport. It's, it's a family event. Um, which, you know, you can see that when you go to any of the Republic, speaking of family, um, you know, I, so I enjoy that for me, it's family. That's it. You know, we get together for all the world cup games. You know, there's always a party when we are talking about a soccer game. So with the announcement of the MLS last year, um, what is your feeling about the impact that it will have on our region and where do we, where do we go from here? I mean, it was huge. It was absolutely huge. It was something that I never thought, growing, born and raised here in Sacramento, something I never thought would come to light. But the fact that we were finally, you know, granted that bid is so amazing. Um, I honestly was hoping that we would be farther along, but, you know, in the process, but, you know, coronavirus happened. And so that has certainly slowed things down. But, um, I think it's going to be tremendous. I mean, you know, look what it has done for the other cities, you know, other major cities. It is just, you know, the stadium itself is going to change the face even more than downtown already has changed with the arena. Um, you've got the powerhouse of uh, the power science center going there on the other side um, uh, on the river there. And then with the rail yards and stadium, I mean, it, it is just going to be amazing. I remember the days of, you know, taking the bus down to um, K Street, you know, <laughs> to the mall, um, <laughs> you know, I and then, you know, no cars, now we've got cars back. And so to go back downtown on a weekend, and there is, there are people and foot traffic, and it's lively. I mean, I, can you just imagine what it's going to be like when there is a soccer stadium? I mean, it's going to be amazing. So sticking on that uh, topic, what do you think the stadium is going to do for, for the downtown area? Oh, well, I mean, we've gotten, I think we've seen just a taste, you know, with the Golden One Center, you know, if they, when the Golden One Center um, was in the works planning stages, it was always, um, this is bigger than basketball. And well, we have certainly seen that. I mean, look at how many more events we have had, way more events, entertainment events, and more than basketball games. Um, so I think the same thing will happen with a soccer stadium. You know, um, it will certainly economically, it will be huge as we've seen already with the Golden One Center, but um, to now have this outdoor venue that, you know, if they are drawing ideas from some of the other newer stadiums, like, you know, the Bank of California LAFC's stadium, I mean, that place is phenomenal. Um, or the or Avaya San the San Jose Earthquakes Stadium. I mean, I can only imagine what what we are going to see once it, you know it finally is complete. Um, so I, I'm look. It's going to happen. It's just you know a matter of time. <laughs> All right, so, sooner rather than later, we hope. But yes. you never know. With the way things are now, it could could take an extra year, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. I think with MLS, especially with, since they're sending twenty. Uh, potentially sending 26 teams to Orlando for mm -hmm. the season. So that could have an impact on all four of the incoming expansion teams going into next year. So we'll definitely have to keep our eye on that. Mm -hmm. So it mm -hmm. might not be 2022 anymore, Luis. It might be 2023. Right. Oh, I mean, like 2022 yeah. felt like it was right here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> One more sad. number and it's like, it's over. It's like, oh, I know. I was so happy because I was like, it's going to happen before the next World Cup even happens because, yeah. you know, it's going to happen in the winter that I'm like, oh, maybe. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's hope, guys. There's hope. There's, yeah. So, Jalissa, who has been your favorite personality from the Republic 
that you had. Oh my goodness. How can you ask me that? <laughs> Sorry. I, I have to. We, we have somebody who's actually famous right now with uh, Mr. Wheeler. So, um, Oh man, I got to tell you, I, now I don't know players from other teams, but I still think we have the best team. Um, I, I really do think that the, the staff, the, you know, the management have really found some amazing players, both on and off the pitch. I think that we have had some characters. I think that we have had um, just some great, you know, people who have left their mark here, who have come here, not just to play, but really to engage in the community. Um, and I have been fortunate enough to meet some of them and actually see what they do. Uh, and, and, you know, even those that have left, if you follow them on social media, they always will say Sacramento holds a special place in their heart, you know, and that just goes to show you, they really feel the love from the fans and, and that, you know, that engages them even more. Um, so, I mean, I think it's no secret that, you know, Cameron Iwasa, because he is homegrown, um, I adore him. And, and I think that his parents have a little bit to play with that. <laughs> I see them at all the games. And so we chat and I just, I adore his mom um, and his dad. And so, um, but they're just a great, I just, he is, I love that he is homegrown, you know, um, to be able to see his, you know, how he got to the Sacramento Republic FC, you know, even though he left for a little bit, he came back and, you know, that was such a, such a great announcement, but, um, but I just love that. Um, he, he has been so instrumental for the team. So thrilled Roro is back. Cause that was awesome. Um, also, but, um, but yeah, I, I love a homegrown, um, you know, a hometown kid, um, because I have a little guy, you know, I have a five-year-old who loves soccer and I, when he can, when we go to the games again, I want to be able to say, you know, you can do that, you know? Um, so who knows? So you may have just given us uh, the answer to our next question, but, uh, who would you say is your favorite player on the squad? They have all been great. Um, you know, um, I did so many segments with Emra. Emra was always willing to do a segment with us on Good Day. We carved pumpkins. Um, of course, there was um, Wilson Nisha doing, I mean, come on, a little karaoke. That was great. Um, Evan Newton, we kept in contact. Um, you know, he, he just welcomed a baby just a few months ago. Um, you know, so again, we've had such great players, and I really commend um, Republic just for not only getting some great people on the field, but also off. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's our hope that when we join MLS and like, we, we've talked about this before that, but they don't lose that, that same culture that they've had throughout these years where like you get players that, you know, they might lose, but they're still going to go out there with the fans, give autographs, right. say hi and all that. So hopefully, hopefully we, yeah. that stays because, you know, we, we've seen other teams kind of change as they mm -hmm. transition. So mm -hmm. it's our hope that that happens. Yeah, no, definitely. So, Julissa, do you have a uh, memory from a Republican that you've gone to that stands out? Um, I would say, I mean, this is so cliche, but I, I got to say Miracle of Bonnie. Um, that was, I mean, I remember sitting in the stands and, you know, my dad and I go to all the games. I mean, my dad's kind of our thing. Um, and I just remember we were so <laughs> defeated, like, what is happening, right? You know, we're down, it's halftime. Um, but I'm telling you, when it started raining, 
And then it was like mother nature was saying, we are not done, <laughs> you know? And so that was, it was, that was li- so magical. It really was that night. Um, and, uh, so I, w- I would say that was one of my favorite memories. Um, and then of course, after that, I got to, you know, do sideline reporting, um, for, for a few of the games. And that was a dream come true, dream job, you know? Um, I, uh, I would, I have always said I would love to be a sideline reporter. And so to be able to be a sideline reporter for my favorite sport in my hometown, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. That's awesome. You know, being that you were at that game, uh, I'm kind of curious because I know I went to a game last season that, I don't know if you remember the game that was pouring rain, I think it was against El Paso and it, there was even hail and it was all bad. Um, I'm, you know, for a- I, I'm going to say that's probably where I pulled the diva card out and didn't go to that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, that was was good. You picked the good one, not to. If it was a Wednesday night game, those Wednesday night games are the only ones I cannot go to because I have to work so early in the morning. It was actually a Saturday game, too. So I may have gone. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. You would you would have remembered it. I think if you would have gone, it was bad. It was a. Really yeah, bad see, game, I, but, yeah. I, I have to watch it on TV. I can't, I can't sit in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask. an umbrella. <laughs> oh. When you yeah. have one handy, I didn't have one handy. So that game was, it was bad. Was I, I know in that game, a lot of people were like leaving. It was, it was the saddest thing because, you know, the game, yeah. the game was still, they, they decided to still move forward and some people yeah. were just leaving. In yeah. that game at the Miracle of Bunny, because unfortunately I didn't actually go to that one. Yeah. Um, were there any people leaving? Because, you know, for one, we were losing. And then for two, it started raining. So did you see anyone you leaving? Know, I don't think so. And here is why. Because that was playoffs, right? That mm-hmm. was, that, was um, that got us into the next round. So <clears throat> uh, that had we we would have been out. So that would have, that would have been the last game. So no, people were not leaving. I mean, and, and then just going back to the video, I just remember it. Like, I mean, it was just packed. Um, and, uh, I mean, I can literally just envision the rain coming and, um, it was just such a, such a crazy night. We def- definitely didn't ex- that expect that ending and it was so awesome. Oh, that's we're going to have to, we're going to have to do a poncho for your purse. I carry a poncho in my, in my fanny pack or my backpack. <laughs> I love it. We'll have to get you a poncho. So we are partners with the California Storm, the women's uh, semi-professional team here in Sacramento. And so my next question kind of goes along with the MLS uh, approach. Now that we have an MLS team um, in 2022, maybe 2023, who knows right now, do you think it would be appropriate that the Storm get moved into the elite level or top level of women's soccer? And what would that do for Sacramento? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, that would be awesome um, because I have a little girl too. And so, I mean, we have such a huge fan base. We have so many kids in this, I mean, thousands of kids in this region that play soccer. Um, and so to be able to see, you know, these young girls who are amazing, um, you know, I, I, we do stories with local teams who are winning, you know, tournaments and championships and things like that all the time. Like there's so many amazing players in our community. And so to be able to see these women at that level play at that level, I mean, it just further, you know, uh, you know, assures them that they can play at the next level, you know, um, 
we don't, we, we need to see women playing at that level. We need to see pl- women coaches um, because then it just continues. Hey, they can do that. I'm going to do that. You know? So one of our other co-hosts who wasn't able to make it today, Danny, he actually was the founder of a, a new Sacramento supporters group called Los Unicos. They actually okay. used to be with uh, Reno and they had their own situation there that forced them to move. But fortunately, we got them now. Um, so we wanted to ask you if uh, we invite you to play the drums with them at a game. Uh, are you down? Oh, of course. <laughs> um, little known secret, actually not so little. I think I tell everybody um, I was in the marching band in, in college. Um, I did not play the drums, but I always wanted to. <laughs> there we go. Dan, Danny's got it. Danny's got another. Here we go. This will be fun. Once soccer returns, obviously. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna get into the to the fun part. So we're gonna oh, get into what? what we call rapid fire. Okay. Uh, here's here's I'm how it scared. works. I'm scared to get it wrong. Okay. You'll be all right. So you're, you're you you got ten questions coming at you. Um, okay. In those ten, you can skip on two. Okay. But you won't know the next question until you either answer or skip. So we're not gonna you're not gonna be fed something beforehand. Okay. All right, here we go. So rapid fire is brought to you by New Glory Beer. Check them out online at newglorybeer.com for all of their new specials like their three West Friends package or family dinner specials at their Granite Bay Eatery. You can also follow them on social media at New Glory Brewery. All right, so Jalissa, question number one. We know you're a USC alum, but who would you rather kiss the crest of? The Bruins of the University of Los Angeles or Reno? Um, that's easy. Reno. <laughs> I'm a Trojan and the rivalry between USC and UCLA, I, I will not even wear anything the color baby blue. Ukula <laughs> is not is not a household color. <laughs> no. <laughs> what was your favorite soccer team growing up? Um Growing up, I would say um, Morelia. Um, my family is from Michoacan. My dad was from, um, is born in Morelia. My mom was from Madrapa. And so we would always cheer for Morelia. Most of the teams that we had, um, or that he pl- had, they were always called Morelia. And then um, with my brother, it was Real Madrid. So I was always cheering for one of those two teams. <laughs> that's, that's good, yeah. A lot of people say América or Chivas, and those are overrated. So that's good. <laughs> Are you crying right now with her not saying Cruz Azul, Luis? Oh, no, I'm actually, I'm happy if America or Chivas aren't mentioned. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's good. All right. Most e- embarrassing experience while doing an interview? Mm. Most embarrassing experience. Okay, you've seen the show that I work on, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I had to leave the ego at the door, so not much. Um, I, I don't get embarrassed too much. I would say um, going back, um, there was a segment that I did with um, the CHP, and we thought it would be funny. They offered us an opportunity to go and see what a – cadet training was like right and obviously the train the cadets do 27 weeks we were doing it for three minutes so (laughs) they give you a list of things that you're supposed to bring and it's just for the media right so I thought I would be funny and bring all my stuff of course it's all leopard print and so I get there and I'm chatting with them and said okay here's we're about a few minutes away from going on air and okay and they're all being real nice real nice that 
camera light went on and they all, there was like three or four men and women yelling at me and just barking orders. And I did not know what to do, whether to laugh or cry. They grabbed my bed, chucked it across the gym. <laughs> I, I got up and I ran out. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So anyway, clearly they had me full. Then I just thought, oh my gosh, I am definitely not cut out for this. So anywho, that was a fun one. Oh, that was, yeah. Um, <laughs> Would you rather be a sideline reporter for a 49ers Super Bowl win or a Republic MLS Cup game? Oh, Republic MLS. Absolutely. Who on the team at Channel 13 is more into soccer than you? Nobody. Nobody. They all know I'm the resident soccer person. They are all, um, I'm slowly convincing them. (laughs) <laughs> that it is a beautiful game and a fun sport. Um, but no, certainly not on the air, off the air, behind the scenes, they are bigger fans than me, believe it or not. Okay. I guess you'll have to take them to, to more Republic games, right? Absolutely. So they eventually, yeah, so that, that's how a lot of people grow to love the sport from what Absolutely. we've heard and from people we've taken to. So mm-hmm. Um, who would you say is your favorite athlete of all time? Uh, I'm going to go Brandy Chastain. Um, because I have to pick a female athlete <laughs> in my book. It has to be um, a female athlete. And I had the opportunity to meet her and, you know, we, we've interviewed quite a few, you know, celebrities on the show, but I never get more giddy than when I meet an athlete specifically a soccer athlete. Um, but meeting Brandy was just awesome. I got to kick a ball around with her and that was just, it was just awesome, you know? And, and I actually, I didn't go to that game obviously, but we did go to some games at that world cup. And so that was just, you know, and that was a big family event. So anyway, I would have, I would say Brandy Chester. Well, then that kind of answers my question, but I'm going to ask you anyway, was there ever an interview that you got starstruck for? Yeah. I mean, I get so starstruck when I get to chat with any, um, athletes. Um, I'm trying to think if we had any other, oh my gosh, I, we went to, so my, my brother and my dad and I, we tried to do, um, you know, you've seen some families will do visit, um, baseball stadiums or football stadiums. So obviously we tried to visit some of the MLS stadiums. So, um, one year we did Portland and we went and saw, we saw the thorns and we saw the, um, the timbers. And so we stopped to the Nike store the next day and, they had just played, the Thorns had played um, Houston Dash and I saw Carly Lloyd and I barely had the, the guts to go say hi. <laughs> but I did say hi. I said, great game. What do you think will be the lasting impact of COVID on sports? I mean, we already know that, you know, we're not going to have games with fans. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I really am so sad about this uh to to not be i mean i i literally not even thinking when the schedule for nfl came out i turned to my husband i said which game are we gonna go and he's like none we can't you know like um it's so hard to wrap my head around the possibility that we it, it could be a year maybe before we go and actually see a live sporting event um I really hope that that's not the case, but I don't know. I don't know what, what we can, what we can do. Um, 
you know, um, I, I, for both fans and players, you know, the players need that energy of the fans in, you know, in the stadium or arena or whatever it may be. Um, so I'm really hoping that we can figure something out. I don't know if it's a, um, reduced amount of, um, you know, fans in, in place in venues, you know, we're like the, the airlines, you know, they've talked about not having someone sit in that middle seat. I don't know if it's something like that that they can figure out, but that seems like a lot of work. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I, I hope that we can figure something out, but it is going to probably be a while. What is your favorite Sacramento sports memory? Well, um, I, I'm probably, I'm going to have to go with, um, 2014, you know, going to the championship and winning it all um, for a couple of different reasons. Um, that was truly a magical year. Um, it was, you know, Sac Republic came in and, you know, just created this amazing um, team. And it was like the total Cinderella story almost, you know, where we just, they won the whole thing. Um, and then, I got to report again. I, I got to be on the sidelines reporting. Um, my husband happened to be, he was telling the news story side of it and I was the sideline reporter. Um, so it was pretty awesome to be able to be on that field. I mean, I was literally standing behind the players. I have video of the players literally arms locked, waiting for the last few, waiting for the referees to call the last few seconds. And they're literally jumping up and down. And as soon as they blew the whistle, they just ran for that field. Precky, who, you know, rarely cracked a smile. Oh, he was smiling that, <laughs> you know? Um, so that was, that was pretty incredible. And then to follow up with that parade was just awesome. And uh, so, yeah, I, I would have to say uh, winning that championship in 2014. If you could make a soccer team with a good day crew, what position is everyone playing? <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great. Okay. So um, I'm going to say team, uh, Courtney Dempsey and myself, we are going to play up top. We're going to be your forwards. Um, let's see. I'm going to go <laughs> um, Tina, I think think that she could play midfield um cody is gonna be i love me some cody stark but i'm gonna have him be the water boy because he's a delicate flower <laughs> um and then of course i gotta have my girls Lori and ashley i feel like i mean our team is pretty awesome and pretty athletic so i feel like I could have all of them on the field. Um, and, you know, Lori has three boys and they all play soccer. And so they're rock stars. So um, she would be awesome as striker. Um, and uh, who else I got? Uh, I think I'd let John play. I'd let John Dabkovich play too. He, we can have him as defender. <laughs> Man, ruthless on, on Cody. Poor guy. I, I would tell him that to his face and he would probably say, you're probably right, who? <laughs> Doesn't doesn't want to get doesn't want to get a uh, dirt under his fingernails. No, no, he's just a delicate flower. Uh, he played lacrosse. Okay, and he got hurt quite a few times. <laughs> as 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 lacrosse happens, yeah, shoulders and collarbones, yeah, definitely see it. So this is our last call. So we have two final questions for you. Very simple. Uh, the first question is, what does community mean to you? Oh, community. Uh, 
I mean, first of all, we have such a great community here. And I think that, you know, anytime, um, you know, there's, you know, hardship in a community, you see the strength, right? We all come together. And I, I think that we have certainly seen that so much, um, even more right now going through this pandemic. I mean, um, we, we, I am fortunate enough to be able to tell some of these stories and, and, and meet some of these business owners that are doing incredible things to keep their being creative and pivoting to keep their businesses open. But what really just, you know, touches me so much more is that you have restaurants that are, you know, business owners that are struggling to stay open and yet they are creating ways to feed families and other businesses in order to help them stay afloat as well. Um, I just think that we, you know, this community certainly comes together. Um, and, and I think that um, community is just shows its resilience, its strength. Um, and it's just, you know, support for the people that are, you live with. And by live with, I mean, you know, uh, in, in this community. Yeah, it's amazing to to see that, you know, in the city and really great to see the Republic reflect that from the city mm-hmm. as well. So it's it's really great. I'm, this Republic has been 100% all about community. I mean, they do so many things, um, you know, right now, look at how many people they've helped um, bring food to and feed um, during this time. You know, um, that has just been, and I think that that has their their efforts in the community is one of the big reasons why I think that they have been able to bring in fans that maybe weren't a fan of the sport originally, you know, um, you know, they're getting to meet the, the team members in, in different ways. I, mean, I was talking about how some of these players really engaged in this community. So many players, you know, volunteered at, you know, Shriners and, and, and UC Davis Children's Hospital, spending so much time with those kids, bringing gifts during the holidays. Um, and I think that people see that and say, wow, you know, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it feels good to, to support like a, a group that does those things for the community, definitely. So Jalissa, we want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. You know, we really appreciate the time that you've given us here. And, you know, we hope to have the chance to do this again soon, hopefully whenever soccer comes back, which... Or hopeful it's this year, even if it's closer. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. Well, this was fun. I mean, I, I was thinking I was going to be wanting to, wanting to pass more of these questions. I, I was, so thank you. Thank you for not asking me any hard-hitting questions. <laughs> no, we, we try to keep it. We, we like to make sure our guests have fun. All right. Well, thank you guys thank very you. much. I look forward to uh, listening to that podcast when it comes out. And then again, fingers crossed that uh, we can get soccer back up and running uh. soon. Sooner rather than later, I'm I'm starting. Yeah. Bundesliga starts this weekend, so I'm okay. I got. I oh, got yeah. Some- <laughs> That's nice. gonna be exciting. <laughs> well, have a good rest of the evening. Okay. Thanks, guys. Alrighty. Thank you. Bye. Today's guest was brought to you by the Makuni Dreamline. Makuni is offering fifteen dollars off your order of a platter and has made it easy with the Makuni app. Please make sure to pre-order. Stay in your car when you arrive, and they will deliver your meal to you in your car. Visit them today at makunisushi.com. Or you can download their app available on the App Store or Google Play. So we are on social media. We are on all the major social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Sacktown FC Podcast, where you can find out about any of our recent episodes, any new uh, blog posts that our uh, writer set does, and really any other general podcast news. 
You can also check out our Facebook group, Sacramento Soccer Fans. If you're a soccer fan and you're in the area or you've been at some point in Sacramento, we invite you to join. Also, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram on as at SacTownFC. John manages most of the Twitter. Instagram, it's a little bit of both me and John, so you kind of know who, who you're talking to when, when you're on those platforms. And... Whoa, Luis, calm down. Hold on. Wait a minute. Back it up. Can't forget about our amazing partners, the California Storm. You can find them online at calstormsoccer.com. You can also find them on Instagram and Twitter at calstormsoccer and find them on Facebook at California Storm. So make sure you check them out. uh, Give them some love. Find out what they're up to. There's a lot of news circulating, a lot of uh, upcoming announcements that you want to make sure you're paying attention to. So keep an eye out for them on all social media and online at calstormsoccer.com. Also, if any of you are gamers, uh, we have a couple of different platforms that you can find us on. You can find us on Twitch, uh, where they're under Sacktown FC. I like to live stream FIFA games every now and then. I usually do it on the weekends. And we do usually do posts as to when I'll be live streaming. Um, I've played against uh, the Cooligans, which some of you might be familiar with. And I played against just other people in general. So check that out. Um, you can also find us on Xbox and PlayStation. On Xbox, we are under Sacktown FC. I manage that account. Again, I usually play FIFA 20. Lately, I've actually been playing uh, Fortnite. So if you guys want to challenge me on either, uh, you might be beating me pretty easy on Fortnite. But I do have a lot of experience playing FIFA. So I'll, I'll, take, I'll take any challenge on, on either game. You can also find us on PlayStation, where they're under Sacktown underscore FC. John manages that account, and he also plays FIFA 20. So if you guys want to challenge us, send us a message, and we will accept any challenge. That's all we have for today's episode. A special thanks to Julissa Ortiz for taking the time to join us today, and to you for taking the time to listen. And remember to have those notifications on, as we know that you do not want to miss any of our upcoming and new episodes that will be released in the weeks ahead. So make sure you also are subscribing and checking us out on our website. You can uh, check us out at sacktownfc.com. And then wherever you get your podcast, you can definitely get us there. Subscribe, uh, five stars and some comments would be great. If you have any um, suggestions, please make sure you send those suggestions to us. You can find a link for contact on our website, again, at sacktownfc.com. Until next time, everybody. Cheers. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a great day.